Hello everyone, it's Thursday, which means it's time for a Thai Talk. Kevin and I are talking about what he's eating for lunch. We're talking about the importance of rain in our environment. And we're talking about the uh, consolidation of the Korean Peninsula for the 2018 Winter Games. Hope you enjoy. We'll see you next week. Good morning, Kevin Touch. Welcome to Thai Talk. How are you doing today, sir? Good, good. Just, had some, just making some lunch. Just finished without making it. All right, man. What are you making today? All right, so we got a little, uh, kind of Thai, but not really. <laughs> we got a little Asian chicken stir fry. Got some cashew nuts, celery, red peppers. I threw in some hot sauce uh, and some Thai peppers as always. So when you're doing these sort of things, what is inspiring you for your lunch? What's inspired? That's a good question. For me, really, whatever's on my mind. So I'll ask, I'll ask myself. Yeah, today sounds like a stir fry day, or yeah, you know what, Thai food day, or you know what, let's have some pizza to help save. I don't know. Say nothing really inspires me other than it's on my mind. It gets to me. It's in the move. It's in the groove, and we snap and we pop and we go and we crack with us. <laughs> I, I, I said, just keep going, make it in the groove, and make some lunch, eat some good food, and of course, I got my chocolate all enough right by my side. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's awesome. You know, actually, uh, yesterday I happened to stop at a kind of an artisan donut place, and that was pretty neat. Interesting. I don't get many artisan donuts. Uh, what, what, we have a couple of things out here. Yeah. We got like an uncle, well, I, I don't know, the franchise is like Dunkin' Donuts and whatnot. We got like, uh, they, we call it mom and pop donut shop. Like, oh, we have uh, something called OBCOs and Uncle Deuce Donuts. Those, mm. are, those are the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So this place was called. Um... Uh, metropolitan, um, uh, metropolitan. I keep, I don't know why, for some reason, I was looking at the word and I'm, I keep saying metro, never mind, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. so basically, they have only cake donuts. Uh, so there's, you know, regular size cake donuts and they have mini cake donuts. And then it's all about, they have like different types of frostings and they have different types of toppings and they have different types of drizzles that they put on top of it. So they had like a, um, a Samoa. Uh, donut that was fabulous uh you know like the girl scout cookie right right right. so they dip it in the chocolate they put the um uh you know the coconut on it and then they drizzle the vanilla across it and oh man it was it was pretty good uh i I will say the donuts themselves were they're just okay so it's really all about that um um, con- you know, like a you know a conglomeration of all the yeah. flavors that they have, rather than uh, about a spectacular donut. So that's it's kind of a kind of an interesting take on it. Ah, good deal, good deal. Yeah, I I kind of I kind of think of, I don't usually get many really like drizzles or flavors. Kind of that. I, mean, I I I get donuts, but I haven't had them in a while. Um, what's your favorite donut before we move on? Yeah. Um, ooh. So I think one of my, one of the best donuts I've ever had, honestly, is, uh, it was a, uh, a buttercream filled donut that I had from a place called LA. It's in da- uh, Dayton, Ohio. And that's actually where my wife and I got our wedding cake from. Oh, nice. Yeah. They have, uh, just fabulous, uh, buttercream frosting, um, that they have. And it's, uh, it's out of this world. So I also, you know what? I actually also really like a really good Boston cream, you know, Mm. just kind of that custard filled, uh, you know, of course, every, uh, fat Tuesday I have a punch key, um, which is a, 
you know, a jelly filled, uh, you know, powdered donut. Um, for those of you who are not of Polish descent and may not be familiar with that term. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I have a, I have a punchki every, uh, every fat Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, so that was it. So the reason I ended up going there was, uh, I, we do not have the best coffee here in Danville. Uh, so I happened to be out in Lexington and that's why I was I'm like, I'm going to have a good latte. And I actually did. I actually had a, a very good latte that I thoroughly enjoyed on my ride home. Um, because a lot of times the lattes being made around here kind of taste like, um, dirty soap water. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like dirty dishwater. And you're just like, Hmm, I don't really want that. That's gross. So it was nice to get an actual, you know, well-made latte. Yeah. I think, I think sometimes you have to find the right place to go. I think it's interesting how some places are hot you know, mm-hmm. coffee. And then summer does not. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, I mean, yeah, you hit it right on the head. So uh, that's kind of what I was doing. Um, now, we did actually receive a topic. So thank you uh, to the person who, who gave us our topic uh, for today. And that is, what is our views on the importance of rain in our environment? Kevin, do you want to start us off? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Um, my view on rain is we, we need it. We know some areas in the world have depleted water supply. Mm-hmm. We know some areas are honestly are in desert-like drought conditions. So how we get rain from the atmosphere is a mystery, believe it or not. Because of global warming, I looked at some precipitation maps before we I did this talk, and sea level is rising, but there are some areas of the world where they need more rainfall. And they need more rain, even on the, even when it's like a regular. Let's say you're you're about average with the rainfall per month, or even the rainfall per six months. Believe it or not, you want a little just a touch more of rain to keep the chemical balance in the atmosphere. It's hard to believe, but the, the more rain you have, the better it'll go. Because if you have, let's say, now it's okay if you have average 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 every season rain. That's fine. But if you have a little more in one month, just a little bit. I'm not talking like you need 20 more inches. I'm just talking like, let's say, like 0.3 inches or more, even that little. Mm-hmm. It actually will help the balance in, let's say, the winter, where you might get a little less snowfall, but you'll make it up just a little bit more in another season when you kind of need it. So it's important to keep that balance of rain in the environment and also be conscientious that rain is also water and realize the sea level is rising and I'm going to have a little. I'm actually holding this polar bear. Probably toy. <laughs> holding this thing, I, I think about the. Uh, thank you, polar bear. Uh, I'm thinking about the glaciers and the ice. Guy. Mm, yeah. And all that. It's not that. There's not much. So it's important to realize that we're in a very flexible state in this environment. To be protected. And a little bit of rain here and there, a little bit more, I wouldn't complain about because some areas, or even a little bit less. They need that. They need that rain. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need that for agriculture, crops, anything to really uh, give you the um, give you the sense of I feel. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I, I think I, I think there's a lot of times where we don't 
we don't have the appreciation that we need for our agriculture um, because right. we've we've moved towards such an industrialized society that uh, there are a lot of times we don't think about how this how you know uh, something like this could affect um, our friends in the farming and agricultural communities. And I think a lot of people rely on crops. If you look at the Midwest, say the best crop out there I can think of, other than corn. Is even like a barley or like a wheat? Uh, soybeans, actually. Uh, if you like, I, I'm from Illinois, oh, um, and uh, our top and the top uh, agricultural uh, exports okay. are um, corn and soybeans. Oh, even better. Well, yeah. So you need those things to produce and give and give it to people. You, yeah. I think we underestimate that that a soybean can't do much, but a reality takes a lot of things to get that going and growing so it's important to have a little rainfall here and there to balance it out yeah no absolutely um i i I, oh man i sorry i sort of lost my train of thought um not the usual topic. That's, that's probably- yeah, yeah. I, you know, um, I didn't really have, a, I didn't have quite as much uh, lead time as Kevin did on this uh, on this topic. Um, but yeah, it's. I actually really enjoy the rain. Um, now, when it's really cold outside and you have that real cold rain, oh. it's 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 not as fun. But uh, you know, a nice uh, rain during the summer can make all the difference in your day. Oh, yeah. uh, of course. Oh. Now, I don't know if have you ever been like a place like St. Louis. Uh, no, I heard it gets really humid. Out oh there. my oh. gosh, man! That was like the rain hits, and then you go outside after the rain, and the humidity just smack. Like I mean, literally, just smacks you right in the face, and you're just like, uh, nah. "Oh, this is the worst." Yeah, it reminds me of Thai season, though. Uh, when you when we we go down there in the in the summer, we, we just went this past year. We get a rainstorm in the south near the beach area. Mm-hmm. It's really important. So it was me and my dad walking. We walk out of there. On a beach, it's about about a three mile beach, and we look at this thing, and we're like, "Oh, there's some really dark clouds way out there." You're thinking nothing's going to happen, right? We get all the way at the under the under end of the beach, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, at the other end, down down the south end, is bucketing down, and we're completely dry, and there's massive, massive black clouds. And I'm telling you, I think they're huge, like, the biggest rain clouds I've ever seen. And I'm like, "We got to get booked," <laughs> and we start booking. We made it halfway. I'm shocked we made it halfway, and then the things just pelted on us. Like they, were, they weren't even rain. It felt like hail, like little mini hailstones slash raindrops mm-hmm. pelting on. We were in our board shorts, and we just went into the water. Well, we walked the water, waited it, and we're thinking, "Oh boy, we're not going to make it back." There's lightning and thunder going everywhere. We're in the middle of a. It's very open. There's nowhere to hot protect ourselves. We're out in the open. But I remember after we made it to the bungalow. Uh, we took a shower and whatnot. We went outside, and normally, actually, sometimes the rain over there, it doesn't really drop the temperature. You don't feel the effects of the It dropped the temperature. It was like 81 mm-hmm. on that day with humidity around 40. It dropped to 73, and then it went right back to 81, but the humidity was 100%. Ooh. I was like, uh-oh, not good, and we were eating outside. It just, even by the beach, it just, that one day was just didn't. It didn't evaporate quick enough. Yeah. Lingered all night. It was bad. However, the air conditioning at night it kind of made up for it. But just stuff like that, 
those you get those days where even at the beach area you can't escape it. It's just it's just traffic. No, uh, I know, Kevin. Here's a question for you: Are you an outside eating guy? That's a good question. Uh, yes, I um, I only in the foreign countries. Yes, I don't know why. I I, I think I've told you I've never been to a hotel. Uh, in, in America, in, in America, for me, I rather eat inside. But out in the, out in the foreign countries like Italy, Greece, I've been to. I don't want to eat inside. I, in fact, I, I despise eating out inside over there because it's so warm out there. It's nice. You get you get to see the landscape. I rather eat outside over there, but here, I, I rather eat inside. It's kind of weird, <laughs> you know. It, it, most people would be like, "Oh man, barbecue," but I, I don't really barbecue. I, I mean. I used to, but it's just not it's just not for me anymore. I guess I just got old of it. But out there, huh. if I go out there and there's a barbecue, nice weather. Yeah, I'm barbecuing out there, but it's very rare to see a barbecue in yeah or, or Greece or even Thailand. There's sometimes there's barbecue with street vendors, but it's not the barbecue you have here. That's right. Easy. But yeah, hmm. story short, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather eat inside here, outside over across the world. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I am. Uh, I can definitely agree with that. Like when we were in Hawaii, oh, yeah. eating outside was was fabulous because it was oh. always always felt like it was the right temperature the beauty, and beauty in the cedar. Yeah, right. Um, where I feel like so uh, since I live, you know, in the Midwest, more inland, uh, you know, you go to eat outside and it's just bugs. Oh yeah, and you know, humidity and grossness. So I agree with you. I to, totally with, especially when I'm at home. You know, like they're like, well, would you like to eat outside? And I look at my wife and I'm like, nope. No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thankfully, thankfully, she's not as she's not a big uh, eat outside either person either. So we we do tend to stay inside with when when we do eat. So, uh, so Kevin, now you are a huge fan of you know weather and yeah, uh, and we we've been talking about rain, and you also are big into. Uh, you know, lawns and, you yeah. know, and yeah. that sort of thing. How does the rain affect your schedule for maintaining your yard and how that works? A great question. I could go on for 25 days about this stripe. We'll, we'll, we'll concise this in. Yeah. All right. So let's say, I, what, what do you want me to start? You want me to start with the spring problems to start in the spring? Yeah, yeah. Just, oh. yeah, just start from the beginning and, and we'll work our way through it. All right, so we're actually next month, um, wait next month. So we'll say, let's say March 20, the first couple of days of spring. We got to put the weeding feed down. The weeding feed has to go on right away. The rule is, and this is, like I said, some bags vary. The rule is you got to put it first or second cut. I'll try that this year. Normally we just put it down and we hope for a little rain shower. The morning dew, it sinks in, bada bing, bada boom, we're good. But. <laughs> One thing about it, they say is April showers bring May flowers. With March is kind of a dead month for one. Depending on how much rain we get, depends how many times I go. Let's say April, grass is growing nicely. We get twelve days of rain. It's almost half the month, mm-hmm. and that's going to affect me big time. That's when you go and to see me out there instead of the usual maybe once or twice. Like the, like July, I'm only out there once, twice, three times. In May and June, that's my hot day. I got to get out there four or five times because the lawn just grows like a maniac. It yeah, grows, it grows like a maniac. I'm not even joking. It's a nice, it's a nice touch right now because in, you know April, you don't get mosquitoes, but in May, June, you start getting those mosquitoes out there even with the long sleeves. 
I mean, a hot day, and you got some rain coming in. Oh boy, grass is growing, and that's when you have to start looking at okay, my grass is growing. What am I going to do to keep it in good con- uh, condition? The one thing I use the rain is for, and the, another thing uh, we don't talk about a lot is actually the wind. I can sometimes tell from when the wind blows hmm. when the grass is high, like it's time to mow. You can see the like the, the tops of the grass strains just going in the in the blustering. I'm like, all right, that's a little bit higher than I need to go. I'll make an adjustment on my lawnmower settings. Uh, I, I have this thing where you, uh, you can you can push the wheel, the front wheel, and you can adjust it to sure, of course, setting or low setting. I'll adjust it to, to its right course. So if I get the rain that I need, or if I don't get the rain that I need, I'll adjust it higher. If it's a little bit too much, I'll even go higher. If it's nothing, it's like a flat top. I still got to do my once or twice, let's say, like a dead of, dead of July, then I'll adjust it lower. So mm-hmm. it's important to use that rain, especially, I would say, the feedings, uh, weed and feed, turf builder. What else we got out there? Grub control. We Grub control don't matter with the rain as much, but the weed and feed, and especially the turf builder. You need a lot of rain for the turf builder. We have to do some patchwork out in the front as I look outside right now. I've got to do some patchwork with some of the the leftover weeds from where we had we had a major uh, overhaul where the Cape Myrtle trees are. There's four mm. end up. So picture like four Cape Myrtles and then go about let's see. Uh, you go eastward about twenty paces. That's where we did the, we did the whole lot and put new seating there. Not mm. thought. It's different from saw. It's saw is you know you need a lot of water for that. But seating we put new fresh seeds in there. Water it's supposed to activate our water. It was working, but the problem is all those those crab grasses and the weeds that come up there. Yeah, it overtook it, so I have to reseed that next month. I gotta do my garden next month. I have to start pulling out the weeds from the the winter crop, pull those out. Especially gardening, I'm a huge gardener. I, I, I like to take as many out as possible, so it doesn't affect the, nu- the nutrients of the soil. Sure, I have to do. Let me see. Uh, weed and feed, got to do my first cutting probably late in the March, maybe early April. And maybe even rake up the sides of the street because the leaves do come over from my neighbor. He's got huge trees. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the <laughs> uh, You know about me and my leaves and the thing I have with leaves, that bone to pick with the leaves every time. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right now, I have no problem. They're off at the point of, you know, there's no leaves, but. <laughs> but when when it comes fall time, like uh oh, those nasty leaves are coming. I got. I mean, most people like all oh, leaves are beautiful. Yeah, they are. It's a good take picture, but but yeah, on the grass, yeah. oh, that's that's gonna hurt my spring crop. I gotta get out there and rake that stuff up and then mow it down. If it's, it's not mowed down, that's a failure. I, I need that perfect green lawn, and naturally, wait a month, it comes back, and I'm like, all right, we'll do it in the spring. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, to me, leaves are um, leaves it's are one of those things where they're really beautiful as long as they're on someone else's lawn. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, I, I don't want them on my lawn, but I think they're beautiful when they're on someone else's. Absolutely. And then that person's going to think, well, I want it on your lawn. It's that ever and ends. It's that never ends. It's like a kid. Yeah. The only time you can probably win is probably out of warm climate when it's just about it. <laughs> Uh, okay, Kev. Let's uh, while while we're at it, let's keep moving on. The Olympics opening ceremonies is, I believe, tomorrow, um, and it is in South Korea. 
And one of the things that uh, you brought to my attention, because I hadn't noticed yet, but the North Korean and South Korean teams have uh, joined in order to compete as one Korean nation. Now, uh, I find it interesting because, one, I believe that they've done this in the past. Like, this is not a, um, this is not a necessarily new, uh, you know, a new thing for them. They have done this in previous Olympics. But one of the things I find very interesting is, is people, there are people who are like, well, I can't believe that they're doing something like this. And the truth is, is one thing the Olympics is about, has always been about, it's about peace and cooperation with one another. And nothing says that more with than, you know, two, uh, you know, countries that can put aside their differences in order to uh, compete in a, at a global stage in a way that is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's about being human beings together right. and enjoying each other's, uh, you know, enjoying each other's company in friendly competition. Yeah, and I think sportsmanship is also we can't we can't right 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 right. Uh, this is honestly probably going to be one of the most controversial topics we'll talk on this show because a lot of people question them. I I was one saying this is great. I, I don't I don't really see the problem with it. They're, anyway, they're the host country, so they're yeah. going to go out last in the ceremony no matter what. And to me, I felt like this was a move, and not out, not just out of solidarity, but to show that. Whether there's problems out there and you don't like your big brother, so to speak, up in the north, or you don't like him in the south, well, this is the perfect time to do it. There's nothing – I don't believe there's nothing – there's nothing like the Olympic experience. The tradition, the, the history, obviously the summer's been around. But the winter, you get that cold day. I heard it's like – I heard reports like two degrees out there. But you have to realize these guys are putting their – putting their careers on the line you know the olympics are they're athletes they, they train i don't know they train for athletes. this this is their life yeah they, they train every day and they only this only comes once every four years or once right. every two years if you, you rotate winter summer depending how you look at it and this is it this is your one chance on your stage to represent your country and you won't get this feeling again until 2022 so to me i feel like it's important to realize that these moves are not just there for a publicity stint. They're there mm -hmm. for something else other than that. They're there for unity, prosperity, and to know that this is the Korean nation. This isn't the North-South Korean division board. This is the Korean nation. We're the host country. And we should be able to show that pride rather than kind of hide the pride. I felt like it was a move that really represents culture. I don't really think anybody who questioned the move. I, I could see why you could with what's going on with North Korea and the U.S., but we're not here to talk about that. So right. That's not. Yeah, that's not what it's about. Yeah, we're here to talk about the, the passion, the tradition, the sportsmanship, and the the great gestures we see in the Olympics every year. And that's and and, and there's nothing. And I, I don't. I never had this. I'm sure no, not many people on here have had this feeling. But getting that gold, maybe not no one on anchor, getting that gold medal at the Olympic podium ceremony on your sporting event. That's nothing like that. That's priceless. You take mm -hmm. forever. That's right. important to realize that you represent your country and put it out there all on the line, no matter if you're separate from an entity or you're together. No matter who you are and what country you represent, you're out there together as a union, as a uh, right. brother and sister. Sort of thing. Well, it's also interesting. I, uh, a friend of mine is, uh, you know, teaches at the college my, my wife works at, right. and he is a scholar of. Um, 
Asian studies. And he, one of the things he, you know, we've uh, about how there really isn't, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, they're so different and, and they're not, uh, there's a lot of similarities between, um, you know, the way that they've been, you know, not raised, it's not the right word, but you know, how their cultures have, and, and the two countries have not been that far apart for very long. So it's not like that there's this huge deep divide between the two cultures. They're, they're essentially very close to one another. So it's, it's very interesting. You know, like, so this is not exactly a far fetched idea, um, uh, of these two cultures working together, well, you know, two, two countries working together. Not only that, me being part Asian, uh, the, the Asian culture is not a culture that likes to bash on people. I, I, I've seen it firsthand. Most of the people I've met out there, they're not only friendly, but they'll open up to you. They might look at you, you know, like from a foreigner, they might look at you like, well, who are you coming here? But once they open up to you, mm-hmm. they're, they're, not, they're not bad. They're, they, want, they want peace. They don't look anything other than that and just be friendly and be conscientious i think this is a good move by the koreas and we'll see how maybe this might even inspire some other countries who have the vibes to to team up i I don't Mm -hmm. you just never know it moves like this i applaud i recommend just for the fact that we're here for it's politics aside we we're here for the love of the sport love of the game love of the the olympic prize spirit right right all right, Kevin. Let's uh, let's do our usual wrap up talking about Anchor Talk. Now, you found out, uh, or Avi, I guess, is the one who announced it. Uh, some very interesting things happening. Um, what is it that's happening now? Yeah. So now, Anchor Podcasts or Anchor, anybody who creates a station, your podcast will now be available on Stitcher. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Stitcher is a, I believe, a podcasting. Company. I'm looking it up as the app store as we speak. I personally never used Stitcher. I know, Brian, you said you use, I think it's Overcast. I use Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast, right, right. Um, I'm looking at Stitcher. It it does say it's free, and your favorite shows can be found on there. I'm interested in this move now for a couple reasons. I know Anchor has been very hush-hush lately. Mm -hmm. I think this is something where they're saying, I don't think you have to worry about this app going away from podcasting. I think this pretty much, that solidifies in my mind that this app will now be 100%, no matter what happens with 3.0, mm-hmm. it will still have some type of podcasting element, which in all, in all honestly, check. That's, that's, that's one check off the list of they still will have the podcast that will tend for, for, for my purposes. That almost will help the Anchor Nation. I don't have to worry about that going. But right. Now, as far as the connecting and engaging side and the, and the enhancements with audio features, other than the podcasting with audio and what they're going to throw at us, that's to be determined. But this move does pretty much solidify that they're in this for the long haul as far as podcasting. Yeah, I think I definitely think it's, you know, especially if they're willing to expand to other uh, podcasting uh, aggregators that, uh, you know, it, it does show, it does, it, now granted, we are speculating, we are highly speculating, but it, to me, uh, to me, it does show a, a willingness to continue, um, you know, doing things on behalf of us, the consumers. It, which is good. I think the more Alex, the, the one move I, I've been hearing, I've been hearing this in the background. I heard this one time pop up like a month or two months ago, was that Anchor would go to iHeartRadio. Now I, I, I've never used iHeartRadio. I, I don't, I don't know what it sounds like, but all I know is that seems like it's more radio to me. But if they just keep it with more like Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Google Play, 
uh, what else is out there? iTunes, I don't know, the standard. I think there's, uh, was it Podbean? Yeah, Podbean. Yeah, if they start... Although, yeah. Yo. Yo. Yeah. I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? Oh no! I, I sorry. Uh, I'm. We must have had a, a slight connection issue. Um, no, I was saying yes. I was agreeing with you. The uh, Podbean. Oh yeah, yeah. If they go, if they keep going to more of those kind of outlets, yeah. Thank you for the uh, clear. By the way, if you keep, if we keep going to more of those outlets, I think that really pretty much will solidify anybody who just wants to be a straight podcaster, not so much a connection engager. You're you're good. I mm-hmm. think you're pretty much will now. And with the already $10 million backing they have from their partners, you're pretty much solidified in the staff for a very long time. Now, if you, now for others who are just more about the connection and engaging side, that's where we have to just keep waiting and seeing. But at least for the podcast side, that, that, that takes a little bit, I would say a good quarter, like 25% off our shoulders. Now we have to really worry about the other three things. What they do with the connection and engaging, what audio tools do they give us, right? and how 3.0 just actually lays out how we break the system. Like we know how to do, and just give us the testing options. But at least, this, at least it's kind of an update. It's not the update. I'm sure most people are like, "Oh, this is it. KT is going to release it." Or it's not, it's not what we're looking for, obviously, on some fronts. But at least on one front, we can pretty much clear. We can't, of course, we can't definitively say. We can pretty much assume, in, in a light context, that we're in the, we're, we're heading in the right direction, which is good. Yeah. Um- I mean, the nice thing is, is when you really look at it, man, I mean, we're talking, we are, we, we are, we are less than a month, essentially, from the announcement. So it's not like, you know, it's not like we're waiting all this time or anything like that. It's, it, this, it's not like that. So. Southwest is coming. I mean, it's it's practically on top of us, like right now. So it's. Yeah, it's it's going to happen right now. I mean, hands down, if it doesn't happen. If they don't give it to us a month prior, the chances are they're going to give it us early March or late March at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't see why they would push it off to even May or April. I, I don't think that would be the smart move. But no, my, my guess is going to be a day and date drop. You know, like he's going to make the announcement and said, and it's live right now. Well, I mean, I, yeah, that, that's, that's what we're all hoping for. <laughs> I think that's what we're all hoping for because if you think about we we waited though a long time for this. I mean, sure. we, talk, we talked about 3.0. I think the first ever tie talk back right. then. Right. And, and now here we are, in, in approaching mid February, and we're we're still waiting. But now <laughs> it's getting more clear that this thing is going to drop any minute, and we have to be prepared to test the system, help other users, and prepare for that new wave that floats. I don't know who's coming in. Well, I'm sure there's, there's somebody new coming in. It's going to be, yeah, I, I think no matter what, I'm going to be excited about it. Oh, I, I think another thing I've been noticing is a lot of people have been saying Anchor's been kind of quietly with the users. I think I think that's okay. It, not, I used to think, like, maybe that could be a problem. I think once this new update drops, I think they're going to be blown away. I think this new update will – I don't know if it's going to say level the playing. I don't really think there was ever a playing field. Right. I'm going to say this is going to make things even more easier. The barrier to entry will be even, I don't know how this is possible, but even more lower than ever. <laughs> Which is kind of saying something where all you got to do pretty much is get an account. And if you know how to set up a podcast, pretty much as a step-by-step. They'll yeah. out even a smoother way with the transition. There are there have been kind of bumps and roads, but now 
things are starting. It's kind of like that puzzle. It's starting to shape together. You can put the top quarter piece on the right. You can start <laughs> filling in the middle, which I think is important. It's good. Yeah. No, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I think there's a, uh, you know, I'm, and, and you know what? I'm okay with a little bit of a calm before the storm. Oh, yeah. I think I think that's what exactly we talked about what steam power on Tuesday. Yep. Now, it's kind of we actually talked about the storm. I mentioned the storm, so now it's kind of like I went down to the beach. We're all the way at the other end, and it's starting to pour on us right now. But I see there's a light all the way at the other end, and it's coming closer and closer and closer. Sunshine is nearing, and we figure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the uh, I love the analogy. So. All right, uh, Kevin, I think that uh, I think that wraps it up, except there's only one thing left, and that is Anchor Nation. Yes. Who's our guest this? Who's our guest today? Well, actually, it was yesterday, but I'm going to recap this. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I, let, I, I lose track of days now. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, I'm going to recap this week. I'm going to have a special episode. So I, I don't normally do like a recap. I actually, I've never done a recap episode, even like the first Anchor Nation one. But because this is a special week for me, and it was very – very humbling to get three important guests. So well, I'm going to talk about this a quick, just a five minute quick re, or less than five minute quick recap. Mm-hmm. The first guest we had was uh, Joanna Walters. That was the Navy ensign. I think I brought her up on Tuesday. You did? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we won't go into that one. But then Summer, I talked about her. But the, the great story about this one, I, I felt I could connect with this. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not no artist. I'm not no illustrator. But one thing I do notice about personal branding, I know we haven't talked about this on this show. We probably won't for a while. But personal branding, there's there's something called stability. A lot of people say you need that. Well, Summer's approach is don't you? And one of the quotes uh, she said, I, ha- I have it in my we call my photos. Uh, let me see. I can I can reveal. I don't care. I'll, I'll post it tomorrow. With um, one second, just give me one minute. Okay, here it is. If you are stable with your mindset, if you are stable from within, you can make anything happen. I thought that was great because in reality, if you are stable with your mindset and if you're stable from within. You can make everything. It's not. She didn't say you have to have stability. She said just make it stable. As long as you got it's whatever stable is your definition, you can make things happen. I, I resonated with that. Yeah. And then yesterday's guest was uh, Lucky Gang Ali C. And his interview. Honestly, I was impressed by this one quote he said. Uh, actually, too, but he actually had a lot of great quotes. But he said, uh, "Here it is." Under-promise and over-deliver rather than over-promise and under-deliver your task. And we are all students of life. We are not all professors. Everybody wants to peacock and act like they have it figured out, but mm-hmm. we are still students. I mean, it, it, it's true. That's a great point. We are still all students of the game. No one has mastered life to their full ability because you don't really know the definition of life. You, pay, you pave the way you make your own chapters every day. You rewrite the rules. But if you just stay like that student mindset, who knows where that could take you? Don't yeah, you exactly. Ever. Keep it humble and make sure you don't peacock yourself out. Always be students. Yeah, I do. I do like that taking a taking a definitely more humble approach to things. Absolutely. So those those are the guests uh, this week. I, I had a great time. We wanted to recap just a little brief recap on Sunday. I might uh, I might actually call like uh not, not, not record. I might I might just call myself on some things I could improve. <laughs> Were you about to say that you were about to have a call with friends with yourself? Yeah, I think I was just about to say, I was like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with me? But uh, no, I might might, uh, just recap some of the things that could be just a little bit better. I don't really think I I can get much better than the first week with this information. I don't think it could have been any more better. I think it was a solid first week. 
Mm-hmm. I, I handle the three things well, balance well, school well, everything's handled well. Uh, obviously, with the Olympics, that might distract me a little bit, but I got to set aside time, good time management, and I got school down. So well, I think we'll be in good shape for here and from here on out. And I already got February all filled up. So I don't nice, nice. In recordings, I, I, and even March, everything's filled up except for one. So the next two months, it's just solid. Get them out to the public, and let's make it happen. That's awesome, man. I'm very, I'm very, very excited for you. Uh, so, before, before you, go, you want to give us an update on your vacation? Or, or uh, so uh, it's not a vacation. Uh, what I'm trying to do is uh, I'm taking a leave of absence from work. And uh, so yesterday was supposed to be like my real first day. Yeah. And um, things did not work out the way I had planned. But okay. uh, I did not let that get me down. Uh, I, I just said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to make sure I get to my therapy and and take care of what's important with that and then today i started off fresh i published my podcast this morning uh for the week and uh obviously i'm having tie talk i've also begun uh organizing myself uh so i can so basically one of the things that i i've always been very poor at is having something with me to take notes down and now i'm going to be carrying things around in order to when something strikes me or whatever, I'm going to be taking notes and I'm starting a okay. a list of priorities uh, yeah. for myself, you know, based on uh, like an ABC configuration. So list stuff in list A are like things that need to be done today. And then uh, things in list B are things that are kind of like second tier, maybe by the end of the week, you know, I want to try to get this done. And then tier C is before the end of my leave, here is a goal that I have that I want to do. So I've, I've, uh, I, I was, uh, I, I started off a little slower than I wanted. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've been very happy with my results this morning and I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing to work with my therapist and, and try to get myself, uh, you know, doing the stuff that I want to do. Talks, man. You, you'll get there. You just keep setting those goals. They don't have to be massive goals. It's just a little goal every day now and then. Yep. But you'll get there. I think it's, uh, I think those, that steam is starting to turn on you. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling it. So, uh, all right, Kev, I think that's been a great uh, I think that's been a great talk today. Uh, let's wrap things up. Plug before we get going. Yeah, the only other thing, guys, if you're uh, tuning into the Olympics, definitely let us know. Uh, call in to either my mental download or KT. But first off, you got a topic. We'll take that as always. But if you have anything to chime in about the Olympics or any of this conversation, please go ahead and share, and we'll be glad to publish it. Or if you uh. Or if you if you even want to get on the conversation, want to record with friends with us, uh, if you got time, we'll be open and let us know. Call, we'll we'll love to have you on the show. That sounds awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So either send a call into Kevin Touch or myself here at My Mental Download, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be great. So Kevin, we will uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for calling, and uh, let's have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend. We out. Thank you for listening to this week's Tie Talk. Please remember that you can always send your call-ins to either myself here at My Mental Download or to Kevin Touch over on his station and give us your most, any topic, really. Uh, You know, we try to stay away from some of the more controversial stuff, but anything, we've talked about refrigerators, we've talked about the rain now, Uh, we we talk a lot about Kevin's lawn, but the most important thing is that you are a part of it. So why don't you go ahead, send in your call-ins to either myself or Kevin Touch, and we'll talk about it on the next Thai Talk. Thanks, everybody.